0: This is the Cross Conference Cast for August 18th, 2012. On this episode, we finish up our Olympics talk, talk a little bit about the Bee in Hope Solos book sales, and it's college season. It's college season, it's really college season. As always, you can find us at crossconference.com. We're on Twitter at Cross Conference. And if you have any thoughts about the show, please, please, please email us. We're crossconference at gmail.com. Hello, I am Joan, and I'm Ruth, and we're back with a cross conference cast. Isn't wonderful? Um, it's been only a few weeks since we last recorded, right? I think so. We only recorded. I think we recorded like a day or two before the semifinal of the Olympics, but now it's August 18th.
1: Wow! Time
0: and flies. you know that it's uh, it's the first weekend of college soccer.
1: It is the Olymp- it's also the first weekend of the the U twenty
0: Women's World Cup. That is also true. Um, and the Olympics are over; they're done. Woo. U.S. win gold. Um, uh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, so that we're, we'll talk about the Olympics first. Get that out of the way. Do that quickly. Um, we have more hope solo talk. What you all come here for? Uh, And then, you know, we'll talk about uh, the U-20s and um, college.
1: Of course.
0: Because it's exciting. And then we can
1: end on a happy note.
0: Yes. And on a high note. We're just going...
1: We're just going straight up.
0: High note. Um, But a little bit of follow-up from the last episode. We had talked about Hope Solo's uh, juicing. <laughs> um, with uh, uh, taking taking a like a pre menstrual medication thing, uh, which had a diuretic, and so we we're like that's not really a performance enhancer. Enhancer um, listener Brendan cr- uh, corrected us and uh, and said the diuretics uh, you, they I guess they make you lose the water weight, so presumably you would run faster. Though he did mention that it probably wouldn't necessarily help help in Hope Solo's case. Um, however, taking this, um, I just want it to be known that for this podcast, I will be using performance enhancers. Um, I'm juicing for (laughs) this podcast. I talked to my doctor and got a prescription. I said, I hear that, uh, you can help me out with my performance (laughs) and my, my doctor, um, uh, Dr. Zhivago, you don't know her. Um, (laughs) she, she prescribed me this performance enhancer. And so we're going to see how it does for this podcast. Um, so.
1: I have to admit, I too will be using performance enhancers. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a well-known fact that I have to have coffee every morning and, um, coffee, caffeine is a diuretic. And, uh, yes. So I too will be enhancing my performance and it will be much more noticeable (laughs) than <laughs> when Hope Solo enhances her performance with diuretics. That's true. Look, look down on us if you will, but
0: at least we're upfront about it. We're not hiding it.
1: Yeah,
0: we're not and hiding- It's not
1: like you've actually given us our gold medal yet.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like some. Sometimes you need a little bit of help, uh, and we're not. We're not hiding anything. We're not ashamed of needing help. Right don't be ashamed to ask for help in the form form of performance enhancers. Um, So let's talk about the Olympics. We, when we last left off, it was before the semifinals. Of course, the first semifinal France, Japan uh, predictable, um, horrible goalkeeping. I wasn't that interested in it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, uh, And, and France just played like France does now. I mean, they're a great team, very talented. Uh, but um, they're France, and they just expect to show up and be France and just win for, for being French. Like, we are here. <laughs> please, please give us a win. Um, and and if not,
1: they can be cranky. And yeah. that's good, too.
0: And it doesn't work for them, and I don't know why they keep doing it. But... Anyway,
1: Japan like Advanced.
0: go home and have a smoke. Japan, Japan Advanced. And then, of course, the most controversial game ever in existence since the beginning of time, the Canada-U.S. semifinal. Woo! Did you watch that game, Ruth? Did I did not. It? You didn't? Okay. Fine. I have to talk about it by myself. <laughs> um, well, Sorry. Well, I think you would have enjoyed it, partially. I did so, too. Maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's probably the greatest game I've seen from, like, just an energy excitement standpoint. It's not like it wasn't beautiful. Let's just get this straight. The U.S. was very sloppy, and Canada, for the first time in their lives, were, uh, they were able to take advantage of it. Um, Christine Sinclair was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, my golden child, Megan Rapinoe, <laughs> uh, had, had, a, had an almost equally wonderful game and could match Christine Sinclair almost exactly for each precise uh, um, action.
1: Hers, did uh, he, didn't what? Christine Sinclair have a hat trick? Yes, she did. Against Hope Solo? Uh-huh. hmm
0: Wow. wow. Um, and it's a good thing that this game was a semifinal and that the U.S. won because then Hope Solo had a chance to, you know, I mean, it's a good thing for Hope Solo anyway <laughs> because that would have been their last game. It's like, um, okay. Hope so. is not allowed to talk or say anything anymore. Um, cause that was not a great game for her. Granted on a couple uh, of those goals, she didn't have a great chance, but, um, cause the, the defense was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Just mm-mm. the
1: worst ever. He's the worst. Back to defensive
0: school. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think yeah, we can talk a little bit about defenders. Back in my day. Yeah, back in my day, we had defenders, and uh, they defended. And they Um, knew
1: how to defend.
0: But she, like I, she didn't make any incredible saves, which is what she's, you know, supposed Supposed to be. Yeah, she's supposed to be known for. Um, Whatever. Um, Anyway, Christine Sinclair had a great game. Uh, Megan Rapinoe had a great game. Uh, she also had an, uh, I think it was the first, time, after that game, the first time she talked uh, in uh, in the Olympics about coming out and how she, it was kind of not, I don't know, I guess, I guess a weight off her shoulders and she's playing better than she's ever has before. So suck it, everyone. <laughs> See what
1: a difference it makes.
0: Yeah. Um, of course, we have to talk about the uh, controversial call on Aaron McLeod for um, holding the ball too long, um, legal call.
1: Uh, legal call that's never been made, le- ever.
0: <laughs> except in the WPS when it has been made against Hope Solo. Um, but it doesn't get called very frequently. And I guess uh, Abby Wambach counting out loud, being clever about that, to sort of force the referee's hand um, to make that call. But speaking of forcing the referee's hand... Um, uh, John Herdman came out before the semifinal but after breaking millions of women's hearts yeah but no (laughs) not came out but but was was talking about uh, the US uh, having some illegal tactics on set pieces and in the box and, and highly illegal maneuvers or whatever and we're watching for those like and I think that's kind of what first lost this game for Canada. Like, you are an Englishman, and you're not uh, Sir Alex. So what makes you think you can get away with criticizing referees before the game starts? Before the game starts? When has that ever worked? Do you know when that works, Ruth? Never. Never. I'll tell you, (laughs) never. Never. (laughs) Never. Ever works. Like, that doesn't even work in normal life. If you tell a person how to do their job before they start doing it do you think that do, this that doesn't bring, get you on their good side <laughs> so it's like wh- that's the dumbest it's so stupid it's so stupid like and, and everybody's talking about how brilliant herdman is for really bringing this canada game like he lost this game for them by doing his little bitch squealing tactics like well, we were
1: right we were totally yeah. right about
0: herdman it's like what so Canada saying? You know they were robbed. That game was taken from them. Like your coach took that game from you. <laughs> like just uh, and set a nasty precedent for the rest of the players complaining about the referee afterwards. I'd n- I'd never seen Canada fight that hard, which is why I think that they should have won. Because here here's what the nar- like the narrative of Canada has always <laughs> kind of secretly been. If only the rest of Canada would work as hard and play as well as Christine Sinclair, they would win. They would beat the U.S. And this time, they did, and they didn't win. So, like, that has to sting especially bad. Like, just, you know, they worked as hard. Uh, like, the rest of the team, Desiree Scott, Sophie Schmidt, you name it, they they did so well, but they still didn't win. I have to admit, though, when Kaylin Kyles came in... um, I was relieved as a U.S. supporter because she makes really <laughs> bad decisions. <laughs> she makes very poor decisions. <laughs> like, Did she come in for Janelle again? I think so. Um, oh, I hate
1: how the, how Herdman uses them interchangeably because I think that Janelle you know when she's when she's healthy and she's on her game, like so much better than Kaylin Kyle. Was well, so much better. She actually like does work
0: even if she's tired i think she makes better decisions (laughs) like just these little tiny decisions about you know where the ball should go (laughs) like how to hold it um
1: and and you remember how we said last podcast that you know everyone's talking about how herdman brought the canadian team to a whole new level Mm -hmm. and we were like no this canadian team hasn't changed at all They just, you know, the the pieces haven't been in the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. And here they showed the pieces were all in the right place at the right time. And if Herdman had just kept his mouth shut before the game, they could have had this win. I think so. I think so. Yeah. So yes, Herdman makes a difference. I think if they
0: hadn't had it in their (laughs) minds already that the referee was going to be against him, because you saw them after that. Uh, PK and, and free you know the indirect free kick and the PK call it's like it's not that the referee decided that for you that they, the US got a tying goal they didn't pull ahead of you with that goal it's like you already decided that they were going to win at that moment it's like that yeah. mentally you made that decision the referee did not make that decision like <laughs> that I, and I think once I, I think this will help Canada get over that hump so that so that when, you know, a call doesn't go their way or if the U.S. equalizes or does something, you know, does something like that in the future, you know, have the mental strength to be like, no, this is not going to decide the game. I'm going to decide the game because when that happens to the United States, you know, say what you will about them. They're not going to, you know, drop their shoulders and say, the, you know, the ref sucks and is deciding this game for us. Like, no, they're like... Give them the bird and, you know, keep going. (laughs) Like, keep going. So, and that's, you know, that's part of the stupid U.S. mentality, but it works for them. And it's why they've been, you know, so successful while playing so awfully, terribly, terribly awful. And I feel,
1: I feel bad for people that, like, that haven't been watching Canada forever, it seems like. (laughs) Like, it is so satisfying. This was a satisfying loss. Like, because it's going to completely up the ante mm-hmm. of this series. Like it's always fun to watch the U.S. and and Canada play. If you can stand watching the U.S. play anymore,
0: right? And you can but, tell the people who just started following Canada because they're Canada because they're the ones that are the loudest about how awful and how you know robbed Canada was. Where it's like,
1: well, and you can you also tell who just started company. who just started following the U.S. Like, if you're not familiar with the background of this series, like, that is always... I mean, uh, they would have seen the difference this game. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people didn't. And a lot of people are still going on and on about Tancredi and and whatever else. And, oh, those dirty Canadians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't... I think... Well, Tancredi's always played that way. I think if
0: she had gotten a yellow card, which she deserved earlier, I think that would have settled her down. And I, I think that would have really made a difference for Canada to, to just play you know smarter with their heads up, understanding that they basically have the swing of the game. And, but I yeah, they're, they're just these little tiny things that kind of built up to, you know, you can play as good as you want, but I don't know, so mentally, they, they, they lost it a little bit, so right, right you know. Anyway. Canada I th- I think this this uh underground narrative of of uh Canada losing because the rest of the team's not playing as well as Christine Sinclair it can go away now like because they can all play as good as Christine Sinclair now and I think this is going to be for great
1: Kyle. <laughs> <Except> for Kyle <laughs>
0: she's a fine player she just didn't make she doesn't make good decisions in a in that high pressure situation
1: right um, and we can say the same of you know various u.s players (laughs) sure
0: (laughs) um (laughs) yeah yeah um but canada got its medal because they went on to the bronze medal match france once again being french same reason that they lost against japan though like they had you know all the chances the run of the game good old diana matheson
1: Yay. Scoring the
0: goal in the dying minutes of injury time. How amazing. How wonderful for Canada.
1: Couldn't happen to a better player. Yeah. she. she remember when she was at Princeton? Remember when Princeton, Princeton. made it to the Final yes. Four? Yes. that's what I was trying to, th-
0: <laughs> trying to say. When Princeton made it to the Final Four and how weird that was. Um, but wonderful. Wonderful all the same. Golden boot for Christine Sinclair. Excuse me, I had to take a drink to help my performance enhancing. Um, uh, and wonderful for Canada. Very historic. Uh, awesome. Really a boost of their confidence. It sucks that, jo- that Herdman's going to get all the credit. Um, but you know what? As, as long as Canada um, does as well you know, as it has with... I guess I don't know too much about their um, younger players now, but... Mm. I think they're going to be fine because Christine Sinclair is still young. Um, you know, I think (laughs) U S
1: standards.
0: (laughs) Yeah. By U S standards. Um, so they're going to be fine. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, I think they've got a, they've got a decent crop of kids. If they can keep, if they can keep tabs on them and if they can keep them playing somewhere. Um, there's been like a whole lot of shuffling around in the college game with, uh, with Canadian players and injuries and crap like that. So we'll see. It's, it's, um, there's, there are possibilities. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then on to the final, uh, yay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, I, I was, I was kind of like, it, it was hard to know how to feel about this final. I wasn't like, I think all my emotions had been spent in the semifinal. Um, and uh, well, we kind of all know how it went. Carly Lloyd with two goals. Um, she continues <laughs> to only be present in these final games. <laughs> what is going on with you, Carly Lloyd? Um, She's working hard. She is working hard. She is working than harder everyone. than anyone else. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, well, I, and it should be noted that at the beginning of the tournament she wasn't starting, but since Box got injured. Um, she, she did end up, uh, starting, uh, and she just did it all to prove her doubters wrong. Um, even though she didn't necessarily completely earn the starting spot back. Um, it's not that anybody thought she was a horrible player. It's just, she was getting starts and didn't seem like that, that, that was, that didn't seem necessarily valid. Um. And it's fine to 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 get motivation to, you know, to earn your spot back. Because that's the way it should be.
1: Right. Um, but you don't do that by taking out your fellow midfielder. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but,
0: her, yeah, Carly Lloyd's post-game statements about how she works harder than everybody to just prove doubters something It seems so arrogant. Um, and it would have been fine uh, if... Otherwise she showed other assets of our aspects of her personality. <laughs> um, I've said before, I think Carly Lloyd and I would get along. Like she seems like a nice enough person. Like we could probably talk. I could stand to be around her for, you know, more than 10 minutes at a time, uh, which is, you know, not, I can't say that about everybody. So, um, right. And that's
1: pretty incredible for a Jersey girl. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure I like
0: people from New Jersey.
1: I don't know. Do you even know any people from New Jersey? Listen.
0: <laughs> one person from New Jersey. And I, and I stayed at, at her apartment once. So, would, I wouldn't really necessarily say that she's from New Jersey, though. Uh-huh. Um,
1: it's like saying I'm from New Jersey.
0: No, she wasn't from Pennsylvania. Anyway, we're not talking about my friend. Or
1: (laughs) New Jersey,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Anyway, um, the rest of that game, the United States defense looking like clown shoes, uh, and it's only because uh, Japan wasn't quite uh, didn't quite have that finishing touch, and uh, the U.S. was lucky not to get a blatant hand call from Tobin Heath. Tobin Heath is the future. (laughs) She is the future. She's the future of handballs, the future of passing the ball to the other team, the future of dribbling into another player and not coming out with the ball. The I didn't of see not it.
1: hydrating and just I, collapsing on the. Pitch. I
0: didn't see it. I didn't see it in this tournament. I don't, and I don't get it. I.
1: That's okay. The U.S. national team staff always sees stuff that we don't. Those right. intangibles that they know are one day going to come bursting forth.
0: Anyway. Yes. Um, uh, Rapinoe did not have her best game, but it was. it's very interesting to me that Japan draped two players every t- over her every time she got the ball. So I don't think Japan knew that she was having a bad game um, and was tired. I, that's why I think she should have stayed in longer, <laughs> because <laughs> Japan didn't seem to realize that she was tired. So the, they were, and I think they could have taken advantage of more space. Uh, the U.S. could have. Um, that stupid t shirt. Greatness has been found. Uh, you know, for as much crap as we give the U.S. women's national team, they did not deserve that t shirt. they inflicted inflict it upon them.
1: Oh, but you know what? Nike topped it. Oh, the with gold the gold digger diggers? Shirts?
0: Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started.
1: Like, how does Nike do that? What, like, one bad, incredibly bad decision after another?
0: Seriously, like, they make one nice campaign, like the the that women's one with Diana Taurasi and uh, Lisa Leslie and um,
1: no soccer the course. boxer.
0: The bu- <laughs> well, <laughs> I think in America girls are expected to play soccer, sort of like. They're expected to have a brat stall. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, th- that was that was amazing. That was a wonderful commercial. And Then they do something so stupid, which means you can't win them all, you know. But when you have enough money, you can afford to print stupid sh- T-shirts. <laughs>
1: um, oh, oh! Can we talk about other stupid Olympic things real quick? Sure. Yes. People that are complaining about Krieger not getting a medal. Do you know how long Krieger was out? (laughs) (laughs) Abby Wambach got injured right before the Olympics in 2008. And I am pretty sure she did not get a medal in 2008. And I am pretty sure that nobody complained about it. Even though she was very instrumental in, you know, the (laughs) build-up. Right up until, you know...
0: Every, everyone's going to leave for China. She was there. Yeah. Nobody was crying about that and right. complaining. About
1: it. Or about Leslie Osborne, Or about Kat Redick Whitehill. Yeah. Like, lots of key players that we lost right before 2008. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't... Yeah, I don't get it.
0: The, I mean, though, Allie Krieger's a really nice girl. She's a very, very sweet person, I'm sure. Uh, anyway... Um, a little bit more Olympics. Oh, the B and Hope Solo's book sales. Hope Solo <laughs> has her book out. It's emotional pornography. The Fifty Shades of Gray of uh, sports biography. Um, no, <laughs> like the, all the pretty much all the excerpts that any any soccer fan wants to read have already been published. Um, Repeatedly. On, online, yeah, I was like online. It's the details of the 2007 blow-up are like pretty much what everybody already knew, except it's extremely, um, just so much more sadder than you (laughs) thought it would be. Um, and I, I don't know if it's even worth analyzing that particular event. Um, nope. No, I, I mean, we, let's, let's be clear. Uh, speaking for the both of us, we both were on Hope Solo's side on this, except She so quickly killed our goodwill. (laughs) No. Except the interesting thing is she seems to have no idea about how the thing, like, how the thing she says and does, like, affects other people. And she doesn't even think that it should. Like, she will let other people affect her with what they say and do. But it was like, you shouldn't be affected by the things that I say and do.
1: I should have no consequences. Like... Except I, that I'm the center of the universe, like, and write in horrible first person. Right, well, I don't think she wrote any of that. I, yeah.
0: <laughs> like, there was no writing involved with her. Um, so,
1: first person, come on. Oh, yeah. I just can't stand first person. Uh, well, it did happen to her. Except she didn't write it. <laughs> True. Yeah,
0: I think it might have been better if, if it had been written in third... Like, uh, Anson Dorrance's biography was not... Uh, it w- someone followed him closely, but it was written by somebody else. So it was, yeah.
1: It makes it easier to take the arrogance and the total lack <laughs> of caring. Well, I think if it
0: had been written in third person, it would have been treated a little like, like, I think in first person makes it easier to understand that this is her perspective of what happened to her rather than this is exactly what happened. Um... Because I don't think it was exactly what happened, <laughs> um, it, it, and it's definitely her perspective, uh, her experience of what you know of the, of everything that had happened.
1: I feel like the whole thing should have been written in 140 character bullets. <laughs> maybe with maybe with the timestamp and everything. Like if you're really gonna nail this, you gotta do it the way Hope Solo would do it. <laughs>
0: That would be... Oh, gosh. And the thing is, like, it would be funny. I think that's part of the problem is that she's not funny. And if she were funny, like, this would be... Like, it would be a better book. It would be easier to swallow if she had some sense of humor about herself. But she doesn't. Like, and even in the the epilogue, the wonderful epilogue where um, she goes over the Olympics, the pre-Olympics, where Pia says... You know, delay that book release or I will sit you for the Olympics, you know, oh and forget criticism of Pia. That was genius. That was a genius was, move. If, if, that's true, that,
1: oh
0: if that's true, that was the smartest thing that Pia Asunaga has ever done. And nobody can say otherwise. And uh, and then the Hope Soul was complaining about being muzzled. And is like, well, Kelly Smith got to, uh, uh, you know, release her book. Well, Kelly Smith isn't talking all like former and and current players like and maybe it's not exactly sh- talk but it's like it's no it is, it
1: is. <laughs> if you're bringing it up four years later an event that you clearly you know you got past and you made it back to the team and you were a hero the next year yeah this is just sh- talking this is just drawing the attention back and it's all me 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 and yeah. it's stupid it's, so stupid uh, yeah it it's like,
0: you know, have a li- that and that just gives you a little bit more uh, idea of how little uh, self awareness she has. She has this amazing combination of self centeredness with lack of self awareness. <laughs> like, it's incredible. It's I've almost never seen anything like it. She could run for office for the Republican Party. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Um, I would. But. I don't know. And, and her talk of like people are trying to muzzle me because she didn't get to go to the uh, gold medal match uh, press conference. And it's like, no, <laughs> that's the wrong metaphor, Hope Solo. That's the wrong No, that is probably the one smart thing that US well, soccer Well, no, I'm PR not saying that. Ever... They're not muzzling her. They're muzzling her. They're they're not muzzling her. They're keep they're trying to keep a baby from shitting all over itself <laughs> and all over the slightly older children. Like nobody gets mad at a baby cuz it poops itself like, nobody gets mad at a thunderstorm because it's raining. Like, that's just what a baby does. That's just what a thunderstorm... It's just That's just what you do, Hope. We're just putting a diaper on this baby so it doesn't shit all over the slightly older children. This okay. is true. Like, this it's not a scary. muzzle. You're not some beast or a mighty warrior speaking truth to power. You're just like a baby, pooing over everything.
1: No, she is Leonardo DiCaprio in the Iron Mask, the man in right. the Iron Mask, and someone has shut her away. Yeah. And the throne is really hers. Mm. She deserves it. And the girl should be hers. People, or, I don't know, whatever.
0: No, because she's very clearly heterosexual.
1: Right, right. Sorry. Yeah, she I, experimented. I wasn't anything there. I was talking yeah. more about the movie. <laughs> but, yeah.
0: Um... Anyway, Hope Solo's
1: book—it's—it's uh,
0: uh, it's an interesting story, sure, um, kind of, and and it's mostly about her family and you know the effect her father has had on her life. And oh, uh, uh, that's the Cardinal thing. is
1: back. It's, it's
0: okay. It's okay. The, the, that Cardinal has some things to say about this book. Um,
1: so the winner, the winner with Hope Solo's book is Pia, who finally showed us that she's not as stupid as we were starting to believe she was. <laughs>
0: Pia, Pia's a genius.
1: (laughs) She's got it together. She's She's, complacent sometimes. I think she's
0: taking performance enhancers. Indeed.
1: Um,
0: But speaking of performance enhancers, mine are kind of catching up to me. So let's take a break. So let's take a break so I can run this two hundred in record time. Uh, Yes, and we'll be right back with the cross conference cast. She I shoot up. Nas analyze, drop a jewel. Inhale from the L, school of well. You feel it like real, it ain't hard to tell. I kick the skill like Shaquille holds a pill. Vocabulary spills, I'm ill. Plasmatic, I freak beat,
1: slam it like Iron chic. Jam like a tech with correct technique. So analyze me, surprise me, but can't magnetize me. Scanning while you're planning ways to sabotage me. I'll even froze like heroin in your nose. Nas a rock well, it ain't hard, it to, ain't tell. hard to
0: tell. Toria! Toria! And we are back with the cross conference cast. I am Joan. And I'm Ruth. And, um, we just have a little bit of, uh, domestic league news before we get to the good stuff, which is the college season. Yay. Um, there's some new league brewing, Ruth. Oh, is there? Allegedly. Um, top teams are finalizing the formation of a women's soccer league as of yet unnamed.
1: The ladies professional footballing. No, I, uh, whatever. Um, like, oh, if I, if I only had thought
0: of it, I would, I would make a really nice, uh, sort of acronym, acronym for, um, uh, tampon. <laughs> <laughs> I would have, that would have been the really Platex clever. <laughs> that would have been really clever. Everyone would laugh. Let's just laugh and pretend mm. like I, I, I made a really great joke. Oh that. Was so <laughs> okay. Laughing at my own lack of a joke. It was announced the day before the final, or the night before the final, the Olympic final. Um, I don't get it. I don't get why why they make these announcements uh, for things, uh, teams folding, uh, leagues folding, um, during tournaments. Do you? You are more of an insider now.
1: Right. Um, well... Uh, <laughs> I think I think that you can trust um, the stupidity of WPS in in that they said that they announced they announced the league folding when they did out of deference to the U.S. women's national team um, during or after qualifiers had concluded after a very meaningless championship game for the U.S. Um, because that's just the kind of stupid thing that women's soccer does in the U.S. Everything is in deference to the national team, which doesn't give a damn anyways. Um, which, case in point, this, this, uh, this announcement had nothing to do with the national team. <laughs> the national team doesn't care. I, would, I don't know that half of them will even play in the league. Um, Carly Lloyd said that she had no idea what was going on, which isn't surprising because it wasn't directly about her. But there's been talks about this league for months. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe the timing of it was so that it would get buried in in World Cup news or World Cup. <laughs> um, yeah. In the Olympic gold medal news, like, let's, let's announce this new league after our last one just folded, you know, as we're getting ready for strike three, let's just slip it in and, (laughs) you know, maybe no one will notice. And Um, I, yeah,
0: I feel like this is the last chance for a league for real this time. No more, no more chances, bunny Uh, (laughs) um, foo-foo.
1: There's that six second rule. There's also a three strike rule. Yeah
0: uh and it and it kind of feels like what was that announcement before that some people met to discuss a thing months ago and this just feels like okay so you have slightly more details about some people who met to discuss a thing right um just barely uh and i i i am not i'm not even going to be optimistic or pessimistic about this leak yeah i'm i'm just not gonna Think about it at all?
1: Um, no,
0: I. Yeah, I.
1: I'm gonna. Well, it's focus... Hard, it's hard to say anything about it because, okay, supposedly it's gonna start spring of 2013. They announced WPS. What like more than a year before? Yeah, and and there was that. There was um, player allocation, right? There was allocation, and there was like a an old people draft, and then a medium people draft and a young people draft.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, we knew really well in advance who the teams were going to be. And, and you know, this was before kickoff. And um, just, I mean, I feel like there were more pieces in place for a league that really struggled than there are pieces in place for a league that doesn't exist. Um, I mean, granted, WPSL Elite came together in seriously record time. Mm-hmm um like net breaking time um but i don't know i mean for your for your last ditch effort like really you're gonna you're gonna start in in the spring like that's mere months away they're not even bringing back you know western new york flash doesn't really have anything to do with it yet philly was not included in the talks and those are two of your reigning champions Well, I mean, I guess Philly technically is not a champion, but they would have been a champion if WPS had stuck around. Like, two of your best teams from WPS aren't coming or haven't been involved yet. Um, It just, it's all, it all seems very political. Like, who gets to be involved and who doesn't? And, um, you know, we still don't know where Dan Borislaw is on all of this. And uh, it's just... It does not bode well. So yeah, I don't really want to think about it. And maybe the the not
0: boding well is part of managing expectations. Um, <laughs> I'm just keeping them very low. Uh, Great
1: for the first time ever.
0: We'll keep an eye on it. Maybe. Um, and if there's some, uh, but I mean the leagues are done because right now what's going on is the college season. Yes. Uh, and I have only been waiting <laughs> all
1: year for the college season. <laughs> I
0: have only been um, slightly dreading it uh, in some ways. Though it's very, very exciting. We had our first day of games uh, yesterday. Crazy games. Crazy games. Um, and, w- well, because I started this thread. We'll just say that the Pilots won against UNC in their home opener. In no, the no, pilots we'll home- say
1: that UNC lost. Yeah. Got shut out. <laughs> <laughs> Got shut out. Um, by a team that's not ranked.
0: By a team that's not ranked. Um, and what I, I was, I, I I will admit, okay, the Portland Pilots offer their games free video, really high quality video and commentary, good commentary for free, their home games. So it's wonderful. For the past couple of years, I've I've watched the home opener. Like even when you had to pay for the video, which was only one year, only one year, you had to pay for it. Um, I, I watched it. I couldn't do that this year. I could not handle it. I can not, I could not handle it. A losing season last year. Uh, I I like it. It's not that I was pessimistic. Like, I just can't handle it. It's just like Julie Klausner could not handle. Uh, that fiona apple interview with mark Marin. she couldn't listen to it she wasn't ready i was not ready to watch this game <laughs> i was i did watch the stats and unwatched the, the match tracker and watched as the unc roster uh grew and grew with uh players and the pilots basically just stayed the same um but pilots got a, a goal uh in the first five minutes wonderful and then hung on uh just bravely i guess by um for the rest of the game which is it's it's big the it's because huge. it because better pilot teams have failed to beat uh lower ranked unc teams <laughs> <laughs> let's just say it this way pilot teams with both rapinos on them have lost to unc at home uh, both Rupino's, a Cox, uh, a Schmidt, and a uh, uh, Winters, frankly, Ooh. is you know, is have lost <laughs> to UNC. Um, or, or wait, is that? I don't remember. Anyway, well, no, Michelle Enyard. Michelle is, is who they had. Sorry, I was mistaken. The other, anyway. <laughs> Point is, first pilots win over UNC ever. Did it at home, sold out crowd. Wonderful. Uh, I don't know what my expectations are were for this season. They're not.
1: I'm not raising or lowering
0: them. I'm just happy.
1: Yeah, I think we can all really relish a UNC loss. <laughs> like even me. And and I, you know, as a Bronco fan, I tend not to give the Pilots too much credit because if I do that, then they're going to have a better season than I want them to have. <laughs> but I am good with anyone. Beating UNC and shutting UNC out—you know, especially if you're not a ranked team—that just. You remember when South Carolina um, beat UNC? I think they beat them at UNC. I think so. Yeah. That was that was like relatively recently, within the past few years. Totally awesome. I don't I don't even follow South Carolina. I don't even really care that much about South Carolina. Uh, well I didn't before I kind of have to follow them now but dude they beat UNC and it was awesome so this is awesome
0: this is it's good for it's good for them and you know I look forward to hopefully seeing them this season um, both on the on the internet and also hopefully in person um, but other games uh, okay. of this weekend my beloved, uh UCI Ant Eaters have uh, fell to another WCC team uh Brigham Young. So uh whatever. They were uh, Brigham Young won at one at Irvine, which is very good for them. Uh yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, I don't I don't know much about the Ant Eaters this year to be honest. Um because maybe you knew I'll try so much about them. After. I know. I barely. I yeah. I don't know. I might go see them this fall. Anyway, let's uh, you, let's talk more about your teams and the other
1: games. <laughs> Penn State. Penn State. Oh man, Penn State is, has been heartbreaking in preseason. Um, they lost two defenders, two senior defenders off the back line. Um, not to mention they graduated a pretty significant defender. Uh, well one and a half pretty significant defenders last year um but the key returners i guess the really key returners who were actually able to make it on the field are sophomores and so i sort of have have not also not lowered my expectations for the penn state team um other than you know after getting each of the initial injury announcements and sort of having mini breakdowns um you totally couldn't tell last podcast that I was in the middle of having a mini-breakdown over Lexi Martin. <laughs> I held it together.
0: but <laughs> Good for you.
1: Barely. <laughs> Penn State, I mean, not only are they missing some key seniors, one of which is a the captain, um, they're also missing two players. They're missing um, Maya Hayes and Taylor Schramm with the U-20s. But still, they went on the road. They, they had their opener against University of Virginia. Um, and you know UVA is a really good team. Penn State is too, and this is this is a really fun rivalry. Um, and somehow Penn State managed to win it on the road at Clockner, um, three to one. Last year they beat Virginia three to two, and it was a, an incredible game to watch. Um, and it sounds like this was another really good one. Um, and so. It's, it's hard to convey, like... Your
0: proper Penn State emotions.
1: Right. I have, I have a lot of Penn State emotions lately, um, especially since... Well, I'll get to that later. Um, but I'm really happy for this Penn State team. Like, they do really well without, without quite a few of their key pieces. And the, the freshmen have stepped it up. And that's not to say that Virginia's not suffering without their coach and one of their top players. It says more about Penn State than it says about Virginia, and I need to kind of hold on to the good things I can get from Penn State because Santa Clara, Santa Clara lost one to six to Stanford. A loss is not unexpected to the national champion. A loss after holding a one-zero lead for the first half um, is kind of okay. That sucks, but a six-to-one loss is just 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 devastating. To wake up to. <laughs> yeah, that was
0: that was rough. Reading that was not. Yeah, that was that was a rough thing to watch. Uh, just on the Twitter, ouch.
1: That one that one goal was scored by senior Olivia Cly. Um, and and gosh, Stanford. <laughs> well, Stanford had a number of different goal scorers. Um, one of which was. One of our favorites, and I can I can be kind of happy about this. Um,
0: Alina be... Garcia Mendez,
1: she yes. scored a goal. She oh. did. She did. This defender, mm-hmm. this wonderful defender, and captain.
0: It's good for Stanford. At least you know they're living up to expectations. But
1: right, ouch. and Santa Clara is kind of living up to expectations. <laughs> 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 oh,
0: um, it's a building year for. Um, the normal WCC powerhouses.
1: Well, although Santa Clara has been tabbed to uh, to win the conference, and they're missing two key players in um, Captain Julie Johnston, who is who has been spotted wearing a boot in Japan with the U twenties. Um, yeah,
0: what's with that?
1: Uh, I don't even want to know. I'm just going to pretend that it's not happening. <laughs> um and. Sofia Huerta is, um, is with Mexico with her bionic arm which is okay I'm less worried about that than Julie Johnston um, and Santa Clara will get their shit together because they have five captains and if you can't get your shit together with five captains
0: <laughs> maybe five a- captains is the problem um, you have Miami versus Florida here.
1: Right. And Which these I are heard was a slow
0: won't. game. <laughs> I heard that was yeah. a very dragging game.
1: Yeah. Well, I hear that they want to blame the heat for that. Whatever.
0: I heard it was hot in Portland.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. Hmm. Anyway. Um, right. Florida. But this is I mean, Miami beating Florida. Florida's a ranked team. Um, Miami's not. Although Miami... I think it is one of those teams to watch, definitely, the same way that UC Irvine um, can be. <laughs> uh, anyways, they blanked Florida 3-0. Um, and that's kind of a hell of a thing. So Miami is one to, to maybe keep an eye on uh, as as the season goes on. But Florida is another one of those teams you can't really write off um, because... It's the start of the season, and there are players missing with the 20s. Um, and when they get back, I mean, Florida's going to have Adriana Leone, which uh, she would have been the returning leading goal scorer for Notre Dame had she stayed at Notre Dame. Um, so that's, I mean, that looks like a pretty decent prospect for, for Florida. Um. And who knows how this game would have gone later in the season when it's cooler and all the people are there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, do we want to talk about these uh, these uh, uniforms? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with these Adidas shorts? They look weird. <laughs> is. Is putting it nicely. Um, Very
1: nicely. Oh, they're terrible. What was anyone thinking? Like, okay, Nike does stupid things with shirts, and I can accept that, because Adidas does stupid things with shorts. Right. It's like butts, you know? Butts yeah. are there. Now, what?
0: Let's see. How do you even describe these shorts? How do you subscribe, describe them? I mean...
1: How do you pitch them? I... <laughs> <laughs> like here how, are these how do you get things? That past the committee
0: on your thighs. Do we have the a, picture? Who has a, who yes, has a picture? Who is a picture? Yes,
1: we have. pictures. Um, where is the
0: picture? Because um, we got to we got to put this on the blog because this is
1: uh, this is bad news. Yeah, UCLA <laughs> these... is wearing them. Notre Dame, Notre Dame, who usually has the best Adidas kits. Usually, they're treated very very well by Adidas. They're. The dark
0: colors, and there's these darts that kind of make it look like this is some sort of stylized adult diaper. Um, (laughs) That's not a very good shot. Never mind. We have to... And they really frame...
1: The, the ass.
0: The box <laughs> in a way that is not flattering. Uh-huh.
1: Um, well, they, this is looking at UCLA. If you look at a team that was playing at home wearing an Adidas kit, you have white shorts with whatever the primary color is as a stripe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stripe under the ass.
0: <laughs> yeah, I and there's you don't want anything on your butt ever,
1: right? I and some colors are more unfortunate as stripes under the ass than others. Yeah, and I don't know who. I
0: don't even think men want things highlighting their butts. You want to draw
1: the eye away. From the ass. Right. And it's not even just the ass. If you look at these pictures. It's the back of the crotch. Right. Uh, Super
0: awkward. And it gets even worse if you're one of the players that hikes your shorts up. Oh,
1: God. And, yeah, UCLA is one of those shorts rolling teams. It's just a bad idea.
0: I And the, the the pilots have um, the sort of the sleeves that are the the second color um, on the jersey, which is interesting. I don't know if I like it yet. It's a little too basebally for me. Um,
1: That's okay. Santa Clara has squiggles, <laughs>
0: but it's survivable. They like even with this. It's you get to keep your dignity.
1: Right. I am um, so glad that Santa Clara is not an Adidas team anymore. Because that would be tragic. Yeah, are they Nike now? No, they're um Under Armour.
0: Oh, lovely. I find yes. Under Armour makes um good underwear. <laughs>
1: they make they make decent kits, too. I mean, if you look at if you look at the crap that Adidas is putting out right now and you think about, "Oh, how would that look on the Broncos who wore white and white as their primary in their opener because Stanford's wearing black and looking totally sexy at home? Ye- Th- this would not w- this does not work with the maroon and red teams right um, it's n- It's a bad, bad, bad idea
0: <laughs> um.
1: It makes you appreciate Nike's sexy nurse kits. Yeah.
0: Which, you know, in retrospective, they don't even look that bad. You know? Right. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, that well, wasn't as bad as we thought it was. That could have been worse. Yeah. Something terrible could have happened to them. <laughs> Something awful really right. could have happened. Uh,
1: but no, instead it's happened to our college kids.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't... Anyway, let
0: Let's not focus on that because they can't control it. You know right. what? They they have to push beyond these bad things that happen to them. Just as every team, every great team must do this. Basically, all of college soccer must do this. <laughs> yes. Um, let's talk about the games that we're going to go to. Okay. Let's
1: um, start with yours because yours is, like, super awesome, interesting.
0: Yeah. I am... Um, planning on going to the portland notre dame game it's in it's in what uh, it's in september i think uh early september maybe i I find the ticket or the information anyway that's always a great matchup these are sister schools Um, and they're
1: both in rebuilding years
0: both in rebuilding years um it's uh Unusual that it gets to happen in the regular season. normally this is a postseason game that um, ends tragically for one or the other team um, but the two really great programs they play interesting styles of soccer always uh, always good to see them match up it's always they both always come out for it it's wonderful.
1: Uh, I'm excited to go. This should be, this should be after the Notre Dame Santa Clara game, right? I think so. Um, and it will be my first time at Merlot field. That is an awesome game to have for your first game at Merlot. I give the edge to Portland. Notre Dame is bringing, I mean, their starting lineup is seven freshmen and three sophomores. (laughs) So we have a
0: mixed, uh, starting lineup with, uh, with the, the okay. uh,
1: Portland Beat UNC Notre yeah. Dame lost to Wisconsin.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: Portland Pride. Um <laughs> I
0: though I have to say it's awesome to see while well, Kendall Jan- Johnson is back and reportedly does not look like she missed a single step. Wonderful. Taylor Brook Brooke Taylor, our Lone Senior. Um fantastic redhead uh <laughs> <laughs> we should have her on the show <laughs> i don't i don't actually know much that too much about her because but she's a pilot I, yeah and, understated you know. short no she's i shouldn't say that
1: is she <laughs> a captain
0: um she must be she's the only senior <laughs> <laughs> we, should get,
1: we should we should do our um portland santa clara series again since we didn't last year and uh, catch up with the captains. Although <gasps> we'll only be picking one from Santa Clara's five, <laughs> Taylor, Brooke, Brooke, Taylor, Taylor, we're listening. Taylor.
0: Uh, <laughs> we want to talk to you. Uh, but that, yeah, that's uh, hopefully that one. Maybe some uh, UC Irvine games a little bit later in the season. Maybe if they make it to the postseason, I'm going to be spending some time in uh, the uh, Orange County. Nice. Um, Anyway, but you have more games to go to, jerk.
1: Well, I'm in a slightly better location for it at the moment. (laughs) Hey, if you make it to Chicago during the fall, go to a DePaul game. They're like baby Santa Clara.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Let's talk about your game. Okay,
1: fine. Do it for me. Do it for Tina Estrada. Okay. Well, Um, if I
0: go to Chicago in the fall...
1: If, yes, if. Um, Because I am, I mean, as of right now, considering I'm still unemployed, um, I am still in the same location, so I still have uh, pretty much the same options as last year. I plan, I'm seriously hoping I can make it to the Stanford-Penn State game, because I missed Stanford last year. Um, And it happens to fall on move-in weekend for uh for penn state so it could just be utterly crazy um i think i'm hoping to get to the maryland virginia game it's at maryland and as we know maryland has a really nice field really nice facilities um i'm hoping to get to a rutgers game and a notre dame game when they come out either georgetown or villanova and since I can't count on you to get to a DePaul game, I'm going to have to try to go to a DePaul game myself. They're also traveling out this way. Um, yeah, it's a little bit easier for you. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> well, you know, you occasionally wind up in Chicago randomly. And, and I'm actually thinking about going to the Fairfield Rider game in New Jersey. Um, because I hear Fairfield is up and coming. Um, they beat BU in exhibition uh like last week and uh so that's that's pretty cool but you know if someone wants to give me a job mm -hmm, i would totally give up all of these soccer games to have a job
0: (laughs) (laughs) and you would work really hard
1: i would fyi i'm and do really well
0: not only a dedicated professional but probably good at the thing that you're doing
1: indeed indeed Uh
0: De- you would put up with a lot, be a dedicated professional, and yet somehow still be good at your
1: job. This is so. true. And if, say, the you know the leading, ruling soccer body in the United States wanted um, a dedicated PR person for um, the women's youth national teams, uh, my resume's out there. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, highly dedicated and very willing to get work done. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And I don't want to be on the field. <laughs> <laughs> <And> I, yeah. <laughs> FYI.
0: You would be crushed, to be
1: honest. <laughs> like, yes. I would, would get lost in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: you would p- probably... Sh- yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's... Uh, I don't know. Like, Carry on. Carry on. We're already past the hour mark. I've got some stuff we got to cut down.
1: Wait, I think my performance enhancers aren't doing much for me this half. Yeah. So, let's... Hmm. Let's see. Mm, blah, 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 blah. No. Um, I made a post this morning about the uh, the opening round games for the USU 20s colleges. Um, and you should definitely check those out because I know a lot of people... I don't. I, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of overlap between people that follow college and people that follow the national team and people that follow the U-20s. Um, but if you care at all about the national team and if you care at all about colleges, you know, and being either-or, you should definitely follow the U-20s because they are impact players and they are, you know, supposed to be the actual future, not just Tobin Heath. Mm-hmm. So um, and
0: and when the when the friendly tour for the US Women's National Team uh the full national team gets over and the U20 tournament is over I think we're going to spend some time talking about the future of the program cuz I think it's like I this is the this is the point where we can build into something new this is it for real this time right uh, I think this right. is this is a really great opportunity. We have a lot of interesting characters on all levels
1: right and it's it's important for us to reiterate that point that we make nearly every tournament um, about how the u s you know they're hurting themselves by winning mm-hmm. okay. and this is our opportunity to look at the positive side, yeah. things that can and should happen for the good of the game um but but we're not in the future yet. The U twenties are not over. They kick off tomorrow at two AM Eastern time. And I probably won't be getting up for the two AM game, which is I think Brazil and Italy. I will be up for the three twenty game, which is New Zealand and Switzerland. Um, and the big game is at six twenty Eastern, which is a little more doable for most people, and that is Japan versus Mexico. And so, obviously, I will be wearing Mexico jersey tomorrow, and you know, speaking what few Spanish words I know, and <laughs> and hopefully live tweeting. Um, I am I am really really hoping to stay on top of the twitters and the blogs for <laughs> um, for this U twenty tournament. We had a great run in twenty ten, even though the U S totally sucked. Um, and and I think we have better expectations for the U.S. in the current tournament. Um, although I would like to add a correction, um, I I've talked before about how weird it is that Olivia Brannon is not on this roster because I think you know I think she's an important player, and after all, her college coach is our U twenty coach. Um, we have been informed that Olivia Brannon is. Having a slow recovery from meniscus surgery back in what was it like March or something, March or May or something starting with an M, April. Um, and so she is still, she is still with Virginia, um, and we're happy with that because no one should be rushed through injury recovery, as any good Bronco fan or Pilots fan knows. Yeah. Yeah. And as most Krieger fans do not know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, ACL tears are a part of life. Right. Um,
1: (laughs) And so are MCLs.
0: And uh, meniscus. Uh, So. Oh, gosh. We were going to end on a high note. We were. We were. Oh,
1: what high note? Wait, wait, wait. (gasps) High note. Friend of the podcast, Kylie Torres, started for Virginia in their game yesterday. Which is awesome, because I don't think she... I don't know how many games she started last year, or if she started any at all. Um, And so we've been looking forward to her coming back, and she is back, and she is starting, and that is awesome. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, Kylie Torres, who called me Uh, (laughs) ma'am. Which, I don't know, I'm not that old. Yeah, you are. I'm I'm old. (laughs) I am. I'm so old. Oh, you know you make noises when you get up? Um, I.
1: It takes me like half an hour to get out of bed in the morning. It's like, oh, my limbs. Oh, my joints.
0: Oh boy. Oh, but but, that, that, but that's why we're taking the performance enhancers now, because right. we don't have to deal with that anymore. We are. We're juicing. We have yeah. inner energy. We're ending on a high note, and that is that we'll be back next week. Uh, ish, kind of. Ish. Kind of next week with... Uh, during group play. During group play. Hopefully great news for the U-20 Women's World Cup from Japan. Um, but you know, every everything's coming up roses. Uh, and, but the high note is that, um, we love you and, uh, Kelsey Davis does too. Yes. So, um... Goodbye, everyone. We'll see you on the next episode.
1: Vincent twice. Vincent twice.
0: What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know Sesame Street, how they do that um, masterpiece theater uh, parody with Cookie Monster? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm sorry. It was just you kind of had that tone. I, I... Alright. Well, I'll have to look that up. I need to work on my performance enhancers some more, mm-hmm. so... Um, Okay. We gotta call it quits for now. Oh my gosh, did I forget to tell
0: you that um the Kaufman Rousey fight is tonight? Oh god. So <gasps> next next episode we'll oh find out the result. I'm so like I don't even know what result I want. I I want it to go beyond the first round, but I'm so scared that it won't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, How how are we going to watch this? um, I'm going to watch it at my parents' house. I'm going to live tweet it, too. So by the time you guys hear this, I will have already freaked out on Twitter about um, uh, Sarah Kaufman and Ronda
1: Rousey. Oh, God, it's so exciting. So (laughs) excited! Okay, so our next podcast is going to be, like, explosively awesome. Yes. So good. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, um, seriously,
0: this time, goodbye, everybody. Uh, Sorry this episode was so long and only had one break. We love you. (laughs) Bye.
1: Bye.